Welcome to the VA HSRND Investigator Insights podcast series. In this episode, Rob Offrey of the Center for Information Dissemination and Education Resources talks with Sam Edwards, a core investigator at the HSRND Center to improve veteran involvement in care. Dr. Edwards is also a primary care physician at the Portland VA Healthcare System and an assistant professor at the Oregon Health Sciences University. His research focuses on the role of primary care and health systems. Thank you, Dr. Edwards, for agreeing to meet with me today to discuss your research into care fragmentation in VA home-based primary care. So that we can get to know you a little better, please tell me, what are your overall research interests? Well, I think I'm broadly interested in sort of how primary care functions as parts of health systems. So I've done work on sort of team-based care in VA primary care, but I think I'm most interested in how to, the primary care of complex older adults. So that kind of led me to research in home-based primary care, which is a, you know, interdisciplinary home care model for mostly homebound older people and how to sort of make that care work best for them. That's my focus. Have you been at the VA for most of your career? Yeah, I, mean, I guess it started with you know, like so many physicians, like in medical school. I rotated with the Cleveland VA in a geriatric service, and then I trained in medicine in Boston and worked at the West Roxbury VA in the general medical service. And then I did a research fellowship at Harvard and through the Boston VA, so continued to work there clinically. So I've always sort of appreciated the VA, sort of its sense of mission and its real commitment to veterans in a sort of not, not just in the medical care, but in their overall uh, well-being. So, yeah, when I finished fellowship, I took a position at the uh, Portland uh, VA Medical Center as a clinician investigator, and that's where I've been since. So, yeah, I've been, I've been in Portland for about uh, eight years now. And that brings us to what you're presenting on today. Yeah, so I, I gave a presentation today about home-based primary care and care fragmentation. Older, medically complex adults typically require care from a lot of different physicians in order to, to keep them healthy. But, you know, care from a lot of physicians can be good if it's really well coordinated. You know, then you're kind of taking advantage of the expertise of all the specialties. But it can also be fragmented, you know, where you're seeing multiple specialists for the same reasons. There can be drop-off in information. It can be, you know, polypharmacy where patients are taking medicines they shouldn't, potential conflicts. And then it's just a huge burden on patients to see like multiple specialists that they don't need to, and it's costly and inefficient. So we're interested in the sort of concept of fragmentation, whether you could measure it in home-based primary care, and then what, how it relates to outcomes, specifically emergency department visits and hospitalizations. So care fragmentation has been studied for a long time. Um, there are a lot of different measures of it, mainly looking at sort of how concentrated care is in a particular provider or group. So we examined how fragmented care is within HBPC compared to other high-risk patients, found that home-based primary care patients tend to get less fragmented care than similarly sick other veterans, which is not really surprising since it's a, a team-based model, but that home-based primary care patients within, within the program, the more fragmented the care they get, the more likely they are of having an emergency department visit or hospitalization. So even with even a program that provides very consolidated, coordinated care, there's still a spectrum of fragmentation that's associated with more healthcare use. So we think that could mean, you know, consolidating care more among patients in HBPC could lead to, you know, fewer 
ED visits and hospitalizations. So this is comparing veterans who receive home-based primary care with veterans who don't receive home-based primary care? Well, there are kind of a couple pieces to the study. One, we just sort of did a, a very simple comparison of patients who were in the program and patients who weren't and looked at who had more fragmented care. And then for the similar level of sickness, HBPC patients have less fragmented care. But then we just looked within HBPC patients how much fragmentation they had. And the more fragmentation they had, the more likely they were of having a hospitalization or ED visit. So at one level, we were comparing, and then we took a sort of a deeper dive in the patients in the program to see if fragmentation might be a, a target for improving outcomes. What I was driving at was, did you find any differences between veterans who received VA home-based primary care and veterans who received primary care through Medicare or a community-based primary care? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, we didn't investigate that specifically, but one of the strengths of our study is we do include Medicare data. So we're getting data on all their care, so whether the fragmentation goes across systems, so whether they're getting care at both from non-VA providers and VA providers, and then whether they're getting hospitalized or emergency department visits in VA or non-VA settings. So an interesting extension would be to see how much of that fragmentation that we're measuring is sort of cross-system fragmentation versus just seeing a lot of specialists within the VA. But yeah, super important issue for uh, you know, fragmentation across systems. Okay, so to reel back from my tangent, okay. what did you find? Oh, I mean, the main finding is that there's just the fragmentation is associated with, with worse outcomes. And I think the, the challenge with these fragmentation measures is they're, they're so highly associated with measures of how sick and complex people are. Sort of disentangling those is really challenging. But I think it's a, a good, good news for HPPC is it seems like they're providing pretty, pretty consolidated care. Like we found that about 55% of outpatient visits that home-based primary care patients get are from the home-based primary care team, which is a pretty, pretty good ratio. Did you come up with any recommendations for clinicians or teams? Well, I think it's for the teams in HBPC, I think that, you know, trying to think about fragmentation is an important issue and how to reduce it is probably valuable and could lead to less acute care use. So if you learn that your patients are seeing, you know, a different cardiologist or a different cancer doctor in the community, trying to resolve those conflicts is probably going to reduce their chance of acute care use in the future. But I think that's fairly intuitive, and I think most clinicians are trying to do that anyway. Anytime there's confusion around who's driving the bus for care, like we want to figure that out, because that fragmentation can frankly be, be dangerous. What did I leave out? Is there anything that I forgot to ask or anything that you'd like to add? Um, well, I guess one interesting thing of the study that I didn't have a chance to present today because there's just not enough time is that there, there is a subset of patients in home-based primary care where they're fragmentation measure is perfect, meaning that they only receive care from the home-based primary care team in a year, so they don't see anyone else. And I think that's a group that we should investigate further. Like on a quick pass, we see that they tend to be very old. So the mean age in our sample is about 80, but these patients are more like 88. They almost all have dementia, and then they don't see any other specialists. So I, I think what we're seeing is a little bit of a sort of simplification of care and end of life where people are like, you know, maybe end-stage dementia, they don't have a lot of functional needs, they can't be provided by the home-based primary care team, and they don't really need a lot more specialist input. 
So things are almost like sort of simplifying as they head towards palliative care. So I think sort of a more longitudinal look at how how their care patterns change over time and how they might simplify towards the end would be would be good. Because I think the hope is the program is providing people a sort of patient-centered end of life, you know, that like as they get sicker and older, instead of having a really messy, complex series of interactions with the healthcare system, like repeat hospitalization, nursing home stays, that they're kind of getting their goals met and they can stay at home as long as possible, you know, with fewer transitions. So there's some, there's some signal there that for a, a subset of people, they have a very, very consolidated care towards the end. This is probably going to be another tangent, but do you see reducing fragmented care as a way to help drive universal health care, single-payer health care, uh, single-payer health care model? That's a good question. I mean, I think I mean, in the, with VA right now where we're sort of dealing with the community care versus VA, we're, you know, very much in a, like tangling with the, the value and, and problems with using two systems. I think having a, a single system from a, from a clinician perspective is easier. You know, like knowing who your specialists are, who people will go to, making sure that those lines of communication are open is, is really valuable. And when people are getting care outside of our system, when those communication channels are not there, um, it can be harder. So, you know, in the sense that the VA is kind of like a single-payer system, I think those communication channels are really valuable and the fragmentation can be, can be hard. But... Um, you know, I think the, the trade-off is sort of access, you know, if people can get better access to care through other systems, that might have value too. So I don't know if that's a good answer, but yes, generally. <laughs> Thanks. I know that's not the focus of your research. If you're comfortable, would you mind taking a few moments and talking about what it's like for you doing research with and caring for veterans? Yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, you know, sort of being part of the VA has been part of my whole clinical training. So, um, and it's been humbling because as I started my VA training, we still were caring for a lot of World War II veterans. And we've kind of watching the, the, as time goes by, the demographics of our veterans change and, uh, you know, the circumstances in which they served. It's just very humbling, you know, to care for people who have volunteered part of their lives to serve their country in the way that veterans have. And I am really appreciative of the VA as a system that really is, you know, trying to look out for them across all stages of life, certainly in the health setting. So, yeah, very appreciative of the opportunity to care for veterans. Well, thank you, Dr. Edwards. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding podcast are concerned with the scope of recently concluded or ongoing VA HSRD funded research and do not necessarily reflect current or to be implemented VA policy. To learn more about this research, visit the VA HSRD website at www.hsrd.research.va.gov.